because local matters. The John McMullen Show on Radio 111, talking about what matters in your life. Now, here's John. Well, my friends, it has been a minute, and now I am back here with you. Uh, It's not that I ever really went away, but I just kind of needed to clear my head and do some transitioning from that role as station manager to simply hosting a podcast on Radio 111. And yeah, I decided that 2022 would be a year of evolving and transitions. I think that we all need a little bit of that, some shakeup from time to time, don't you? I mean, look at all the folks who declare a bucket load of changes or resolutions to get a fresh start, effective January 1 every year. It's New Year's Day. It must be time for some New Year's resolutions. And then when uh, just a couple of weeks later, how many of those folks end up going to that place where they feel like losers because they've already fallen away from whatever it was that they set out to change? And I didn't want to do that. Of course, I didn't sit back and go, well, I'm going to wait until Valentine's Day or mid-February in order to make changes and get on with my life. But I just thought, I'm not going to box myself into a corner and go, you've got to do this in this prescribed way. I'm going to just start working on things, and when it's time to come back, that's what I'll do. And that's what some of our other hosts on Radio 111 are going to be doing as well. Not everybody came back right after the new year. A lot of folks dealing with all kinds of stuff because, well, for one thing, the pandemic's not over with. And how many of you thought, okay, new year, new situation, I'm fully vaxxed, even had my my third shot, my booster, and everything's going to be normal again. Well, it's not normal, and here we are. California is just taking away the state-mandated indoor masking requirement. But there's still a lot of municipalities and even private organizations that are saying, no, you know, there are still a lot of people who are getting sick, and we don't want to take chances, so we're going to err on the side of caution. And by the way, I don't have any bitch about that. Personally, I give kudos to those who have taken that approach. Early February, I got so sick, I thought that I had the COVID. I mean, seriously, I I was so sick at one point, I, I just thought I wasn't going to make it, and so much of it was in my chest that I was certain, oh, this must be it. But how did I get it? Like, I've been so ultra careful to make sure that I'm wearing a mask when I go out, and not just some wimpy-ass mask, but, you know, an N95 or a KN95, and I'm just not going out needlessly anymore. I don't go hang out with groups of people. The closest I've come is going grocery shopping. But I'm always wearing a mask and I'm always using sanitizer and doing everything I can to make sure that not only I don't get sick, but that I don't do something that might transmit something to somebody else. I still realize that we are in the depths of this mf -er. 
So I was relieved when I took one of those home test kits and found out that, well, that I was negative. And at least I had a couple of them on hand so I could do a subsequent test to make sure Except by the time I was ready to do that, I already had a regular doctor's appointment scheduled and I was in to see my physician. And my symptoms were already pretty much gone, like after four or five days. So it was just a really bad head cold. But we still have to be mindful of other folks. And people who just have a general disregard for the well-being of everybody else around them, I mean, that's one thing I have to find myself catching myself once in a while because I get irritated with those people and I just want to say F them. But I do actually kind of sort of feel sorry for them because they're going to be the most likely in a situation where we end up with another variant or they end up being in a crowd of people, and and they're probably the ones who also didn't get vaccinated at all. And those people are still dropping dead. There's still people in the hospital. There are still people dying every week. It's not gone. Granted, it's not like it was, and that's great. But... Please be mindful of everybody around you. I'm really concerned because I have a number of friends who've been going to a bunch of different events that have begun to happen again. And sure, everybody wants to go out and return to life and not be depressed. I mean, I've been depressed. I don't know hardly anybody who, if they're being honest, hasn't been to some degree stuck in some level of depression because we have not been able to go about life as we once knew it. But in the end, wouldn't you rather be alive and able to fully reinvest yourself into life when things really are much better? It's not going to last forever. Some people say it will to some degree that it's just going to be this chronic thing that we're going to have to deal with. And maybe that is the truth. But I'd rather be safer than sorry. One of of the things that I came out of the pandemic thinking, oh my gosh, this has been great, is that basically over the past couple of years, with the exception of this horrid illness I just had, that it has been a joy to not end up with a couple of head colds a year and, you know, have all those other problems that come as a result of our just going about our daily business and being around people who sneeze and cough and all that. People aren't, you know, being mindful of putting their face in their elbow if they have to sneeze or even being in public places, restaurants and such, where now a lot of places have put barriers between booths or tables so that their patrons are safe and that their employees who have to face all sorts of people all day long are safe from them because they're still wearing masks. To me, it is all about consideration at this point in time. And I want to be considerate. 
to other people. Because I don't know what I might have picked up and be carrying around. And maybe it doesn't affect me directly, but maybe I become the host and it rides as a passenger. I would feel awful if I got somebody else sick because I wasn't doing my part. So there's a lot of different things that I've not had an opportunity to talk about now for for a while. It's been a couple of months since I was doing this on a regular basis. We did start off the year fresh with a really great conversation with California State Assembly member Eduardo Garcia talking about stuff that was impacting people here in the Coachella Valley that they needed to be aware of. And we got into some tough topics as well, and I'm going to pick up on those in the weeks ahead because there are still a lot of things going on, especially with one of the issues that I talked about with Mr. Garcia, and that was the College of the Desert. And there have been all sorts of issues around transparency and the management of that place and whether or not we're going to get a campus open in the western Coachella Valley or if those resources are going to now go to opening up yet another campus in the Eastern Valley. I think there's a lot more for us to talk about on that front with people who are involved with our education sector here in the Desert Cities. And we'll be looking at doing that in the upcoming weeks. You're listening to the John McMullen Show podcast from Radio 111. In just a moment, I want to talk about a generational thing. There's like a generational warfare thing going on, and it doesn't need to occur. People are upset with people simply because they are not of the same generation. That's ridiculous, and we're going to talk about that in just a moment. But first, I want to tell you about the people who make this program possible for you, and that is my good friends at El Portal Mexican Restaurant in the heart of Cathedral City. They're located at 32235 Date Palms Drive. That's just a block south of Ramon Road on Date Palm in Cathedral City. El Portal Mexican Restaurant. They do uh, seating in as well as takeout. You can order anything to go. They also have a great catering menu, and they'll be happy to customize that just for your special event. In order to get more information about what they have, you can visit them online. Their website has the entire menu online, and that is at eatatelpertal.com. Eatatelpertal.com. Everything is fresh made. There's nothing out of the can, folks. This is fresh cooked Mexican cuisine like from the old country, and that's exactly what it is. These are family recipes that Victor LaPercio, the owner, has brought here to the United States, and they are in business now for about 14 years, and it is a heck of a great place. It is one of my favorite dining spots in the Coachella Valley. I cannot recommend it highly enough. So again, if you're looking for great Mexican cuisine, visit El Portal Restaurant. That's eat at elpertal.com or give them a call 760-202-6685. That's 760-202-6685, El Portal Mexican Restaurant. This is the year that I'm going to be 59 years old, and I have no freaking idea how I got there. I think that that's the case for most people because I don't think any of us feel as old as we are, right? Right? Uh, I listen to friends of mine, and 
one of the things that drives me nuts about them these days, my young friends, is I hear them bitching about boomers. And I fall into that boomer category by a year or so. Uh, I think the cutoff was just after uh, my birthday. Uh, I was born in 1963. But the way you hear young people today throw around the word boomer, it's as though it was some sort of an insult. I mean, it almost comes with as much disdain as racists have when they say things like the N-word, which is really sick too. But seriously, I mean, we really have to pick on one another for our differences because of the generation that you grew up in? Well, that seems to be the case for a lot of millennials and Gen Zers. And I'm willing to grant you that millennials took a lot of lumps as well from older generations, you know, being accused, oh, you just live in your parents' basement. You're lazy. That wasn't fair either. But that wasn't me, you know, crying that. Um, but the thing I find that a lot of these younger generations now want to level on us is apparently things like the environment are my fault and the political shift towards a populist embrace of fascism that that rests on my generation and the fact that there are a thousand billionaires in america uh, some of whom want to fly to outer space instead of making sure that everybody has a roof over their head and food in their mouth yeah apparently that is my fault too and I don't know why. I mean, I guess because I had a vote in all that? No. You can't just dump that generically on a group of people. What I don't recall doing was laying blame for everything on generations that came before me. And this is something that I think is very different between the likes of boomers and gen xers and the gen y gen z you know the millennials i didn't like some of the bigoted practices of older generations you know where they had that toughen up buttercup attitude that they wore on their lip at times uh, i recall in the early 1990s thinking that uh if things were to change, then I needed to speak up and not just fall into line with things if I felt that they were wrong. You know, that I had a role that I could play in challenging things that I knew were wrong and, and trying to make life better for myself and for others, and including people who were from those earlier generations. But not just blame somebody else for not having done more in their day. I applaud people who take risks. Nothing ever changes without risk takers doing their part. And for sure, not everybody is or should be a risk taker. But there are those who are, and they will always be the freedom fighters. Uh, some are going to succeed. Some are going to fail. But even those failures, 
they're ultimately going to pan out as others will learn from those things as they go on to fight for improvement, for fairness. You know, in 1995, if you ever told me that I would be at the forefront of the movement to help usher in court-protected rights for gays to get married or to not be discriminated against in the workplace, and that we really see that in my lifetime, I would have thought that you were crazy. Those people who want to blame everything on the boomers, you got to open your mind a little bit here and write the whole story uh, and make sure that those inventions that would make your lives so meaningless if you didn't have them today that were created by mm-hmm, boomers, uh, make sure that those get credited where credit's due. You know, things like the internet and cell phones and such. And remember that it wasn't boomers who didn't show up to vote in 2016 when Earth 2 was invented, seemingly. Millennials had a big part in ushering in the era of a 6-3 radical conservative Supreme Court in the United States because, well, their candidate was more important than the bigger united front. And so when that candidate didn't become the candidate that we all had to vote on for president, eh, not going to show up at the polls. Yeah, we got to focus on the future here, my friends, and not be blaming everybody who is not one of us. Because if we do that, it's just going to further divide us. And we've seen enough of that in social media and the way that people talk to and deal with one another in that realm. And how's that working out for us? Seriously. I mean, I've even gone through my own social media and really started scrubbing things that just are not absolutely necessary to be said. That doesn't mean that I'm giving in on things that you know, people shouldn't be fighting for. But I am thinking about the audience and I am thinking about the welfare of all. And I'm thinking about how do I show through some sort of kindness and mutual respect that I'm worthy of everyone's time to spend time talking meaningfully about why life is positively or negatively impacted by doing these other things. We have got to come together. Otherwise, we are going to end up in a world that nobody's going to want to walk out their front door and be a part of anymore. That, to me, is the ultimate truth. And I want to thank you for joining us on this edition of the John McMullen Show podcast from Radio 111. We're going to start picking it up and discussing a lot of other stuff going on in our community and stuff that I think affects us all as human beings. So I appreciate your being along with us. Share it with your friends, if you would, or family, if you feel so inclined or brave enough. And thank you again so much to our friends at El Portal Mexican Restaurant. Eat at ElPortal.com. Appreciate their sponsorship of this program. Go out and get yourself some fresh Mexican. And have a great day. May your shadow fall in pleasant places. I'm John McMullen. Thanks for being here.